0: you're listening to this land radio. I'm Elliot Rambeck. Tulsa, Oklahoma has always been an aviation town. We've even got our own aviators arrow. It's these gigantic letters that spell out Tulsa in a literal arrow that points toward the city. You can see it from an airplane. And in 1927, Charles Lindbergh used this arrow to land here on his tour through the US. One year after that, the Tulsa Municipal Airport opened to the public. In 1978, for the airport's 50th anniversary, Jay Jones from KVOO interviewed Tulsa Air Pioneer Richard Lloyd-Jones, Jr. Here's the archive tape from that interview.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to KVOO's Community Affairs for this Sunday night, July 23rd. Perhaps you are not aware of it but this weekend has seen a fine, fine celebration at the Tulsa International Airport in celebration of the 50th anniversary, or birthday, if you will, of that installation out there. And I have as my guest tonight Mr. Richard Lloyd-Jones, Jr., who has been chairman of the Tulsa Airport Authority for a long, long time. With that premise in mind, let me welcome you in, Nick, to tonight's get-together here. Thank you, Jeff. very much. I can remember when they built the great terminal put the, the quarters for the pilots for overnight stays And Boy, this was big doings in this town at the time. Even though we were in the Depression, this was big stuff, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, aviation in Tulsa didn't know a Depression, really.
1: No, it really didn't.
2: It, uh, it was probably one of the few businesses that flourished uh, through it.
1: Why do you think Tulsa itself has always been an air-minded city? Because of the oil interests and things like this? You think this is what pushed it?
2: Yeah. The oil people... Uh, they were kind of a daring lot in here, oh, yeah. and uh, flying right after World War One was a daring profession. Uh, oil men were just attracted to it that way. Furthermore, they made use of it. The old uh, early day airplanes uh, had slow landing speeds, and they could actually land on dusty roads and between oil rigs and every other location. Mm-hmm. But uh, everybody had a, had a gung-ho feeling on, for aviation here. And the early-day flyers around this time were, were truly characters.
1: You, you know, speaking of that, I can remember going out there as a kid. And I would see these dashing cats walking around with their leather boots on and their breeches and their leather jackets and the scarf and this leather cap, you know, and I had the ear flaps pull up with the glasses on and the, the goggles. And I thought, oh, if I could just grow up and be one of those. <laughs> but they were what you call, and I mean in quotes, characters.
2: Absolutely, Jay. There was a, a real romance about the early days. Yeah, yeah. remember um, Vic Barnett of the Tribune uh, with a... Uh, encouragement of the flying industry decided that they'd run underneath the weather column on page one every day a list of those departing and arriving on airliners, the early-day airliners. And it would say that Mr. and Mrs. Joe Blow went to Chicago on Braniff and somebody went to Dallas on Bowen and Somebody took Safeway to St. Louis. Well, we found out that every once in a while Mrs. Joel Blow would call the paper, indignant as the Dickens,
1: and want to,
2: to let us know that she had not accompanied her husband to Chicago and she thought the paper's responsibility was to damn well find out who they had.
1: Retractions all over the place.
2: Absolutely. So,
1: so that, that feature was really short lived. <laughs> oh, I think that's just great.
2: I think that the airport is an awfully good hands. We've gotten our compass directions all out of Tulsa, but good service. The last one we had was Atlanta and Tampa, Miami. Henry Bellman uh, called up one day and he said, listen, uh, Judge West wants to do something for Oklahoma. He said, "What, what, what do you have to have? And I said, boy, we've got to get to Atlanta. We have got to get to Atlanta. We've got to get to the Southeast. The case came up. I was testifying, and just at the last minute, I happened to say, and I'll tell you, Judge, if you want to take your kids to Disney World, you've got to take two different airplanes, you've got two changes, and you've got 87 miles in a rent-a-car. And he said, Mr. Jones, would you repeat that? So I repeated it again. And all of a sudden, he said, why, that's intolerable. And we found out, much to our surprise, that he had a couple of grandkids he liked to take to Disney World. <laughs> it was his favorite spot, and we got the route. From that little
1: cow pasture at the corner out there of Sheridan and Apache to what we've got right now, in 50 years this has happened, What what do you see? What do you envision out there? coming up for the Tulsa Airport Authority. I, I just have a feeling that you're going
2: to have bigger airplanes, and uh, we're going to have to get into more and more traffic. I know that the airlines are driven with a horrible obsession, and that is that there's no bigger waste in the world than an empty seat of 30,000 feet with a breakfast in the cooker and... Uh, a Bloody Mary, if you wanted, and coffee and so forth, They're all ready to go, but here's an empty seat. I think that it's getting quite businesslike. I mean, we've lost the individual glamour. Mm-hmm. I used to think that uh, when I'd have pr- problems that, that concern me at all, I could call the hangar and have them tow the plane out, and within 25 minutes, I could be in the air. And you could get up over town where it's smooth and cool on a hot summer day, and you look down and everything made sense. The highways made sense, the streets made sense, the buildings made sense. It's an exhilarating feeling to to be in control of everything you do.
0: You just listened to a This Land Press production. Thanks to KOSU and OETA Tulsa for providing our studio space. Thanks also to the Junior League of Tulsa Historic Preservation Project Oral History Collection and the Tulsa City County Library for providing this archival tape. This Land Press is a magazine, a producer of feature films, and a podcast. But it's also a store, located at the Tulsa International Airport. Next time you're headed into town or out of town, come say hi in the b Concourse.